Hello, and welcome to a toast to rom-com. I felt like I was going on a stroll through the snowy woods with that music. I think that was so delightful. I think that was my favorite one yet. I think so, too. It's good. It's definitely good. What's happening, Allison, my co-host? Not much, Marie, my co-host. What's going on with you? Oh, nothing. Not too much. Just having the time to get ready for the holiday season slip quickly through my (laughs) fingers. (laughs) Really getting away from you, huh? It really is. I think the icing on the cake, if that's a saying, was the presence in my cupboard knocking down all of my shoes on my precarious shoe shelves that aren't anchored into anything they're just sitting on two ginormous screws so now all my shoes and presents are intermingled in that tiny closet that I have to crawl up into oh yikes that sounds awful it might be a sign that I should go get some wrapping paper and start wrapping things it's always good to stay on top of it and be ahead of the game thanks I'll remind myself of that when I go down and see my undone Christmas cards after we're done podcasting. <laughs> See, man, that's why you got to go with like the pre-made like photo thing. Like that's just all you got to do. I personalized like five and that was it. And it's for people that I don't see very often. <laughs> I know, but still. So today, Allison and I are going with our last holiday movie of the 2020 holiday season. And it is the holiday yay yay i love this movie yeah it's pretty great classic classic (laughs) (laughs) that wasn't Um, planned (laughs) (laughs) uh so the holiday um i kind of liked ending on this one since it ends on new year's eve and i'm sorry if that's getting ahead of the game but it's been out since like 2006 so get with it yeah i haven't watched it yeah i agree you've had 14 years (laughs) you've had 14 years if you haven't done it by now. People. Yep. <laughs> um, so do you want to start us off with the factoids there? I sure do. So the holiday came out, as as previously mentioned, 2006, starring Kate Winslet, Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, and Jack Black, and Eli Wallach. I loved him. And some special appearances by Rufus Sewell, I think that's how you say it, and Shannon Sossaman. Yeah. As the two worst people in existence. Yep. Um, to go along with this, man, I had such a hard time like figuring out what to go with. And it's funny, I think all of the main characters, I didn't look for Jude Law, but um, the other three have drinks, like, dedicated to them, um, but we're going with not one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, I looked at the Kate Winslet one. I actually didn't know that, and I looked for Jude Law, and his was kind of not great. Um, but so Kate, he does have one. Yeah, I think so. Um, but Kate Winslet's was like you had to make some kind of, like, what was it like raspberry red currant yeah like no current yeah i did think about it i was like oh this would be fun but who has the time for that um so instead we're going with 
the leading lady, which, um, if you're familiar with the movie, relates back to Iris's um, story, her journey, her character evolution. Um, it is vodka, lime juice, simple syrup, freshly grated ginger, which, no, it, I just put powdered ginger in mine. <laughs> And you top it off with Martinelli's sparkling apple peach cider, which neither of us could find in a store. Um, so I'm using Martinelli's blush. It is apple and raspberry. And I tried it by itself and it was, was delicious. Yeah, yours is definitely better looking than mine. I mean, I have a love-hate relationship with my giant eagle. All they had was Martinelli sparkling cider. That was it. Like, that's all for the sparkling apple stuff. And this was um, at Target. Okay. I didn't try it by itself. I probably should. Let's see. Yeah. It just tastes like apple juice that's bubbly. So, it's good. Uh, what I did with mine to make up for the no peach, I had some peach liqueur hanging out. It's like called Le Peche or whatever. So I put like 15 mLs of that in here. Oh, that's interesting. Let me know how that goes. Will do. I All also right. took down the simple syrup because I figured, oh, this will be sweet. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Do you cut it down, cut it out altogether or just? I just did like less. Okay. Cheers. Cheers. Well, that's interesting. It's fine. The ginger is very prominent in mine. Mine's good. I actually taste the lime more so, and I don't know how I feel about that. Okay. Also... I had a lot of liquid and I wasn't able to top enough of the sparkling cider, which is why I brought it up with me because as I like get down a little bit more, I'm going to pour a little refresher in. That's bizarre since like I have barely half a glass. Well, you're using the actual like shot glass or like the, not the shot glass measure. I'm just using the shot glass and I had like a big one. So maybe that's it. So you would not have this drink again. I, too soon to tell. I think it's too soon to tell. I'll let you know once I add more of this Martinelli's sparkling cider. So the one thing is, like, how often do you have sparkling cider? Like, never. Around? Right. So you kind of have to plan ahead for this drink or just have one, like, sitting in the fridge somewhere. I... I um I had all the other ones though. Yeah. Oh, did I mention that I used ginger syrup? I don't think I did. You didn't. Okay, cuz I used like a dash basically of the ginger syrup and I think that really helps with mine. I think that's really worth it. I have Monin ginger syrup and I'm going kind of buck wild on all these flavored syrups, like the simple mm-hmm. syrups or whatever, but I think it's really good and it really helps. Except for the rosemary one, don't get that. Is that the one with the buzzcow? No, 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 no. The rosemary syrup. That's right. You said it was overwhelming. Yeah. 
It's like I just like put my mouth over my oil, like essential oil diffuser. <laughs> it was really gross. All right. So this is what I'm going to do. Oh, here's a question. What Did you use your Tito's vodka? I did not. I used Finlandia. Mm. It was right in the front. Oh. I'm sure. I'm sure I did not buy that for myself, but heaven knows where the fuck I got it. I have That's never. That's way too highbrow for me to buy. I've never heard of it. Oh, really? Mm-mm. It's good vodka. Interesting. You'll have to send me a picture of it later. Okay. Because I don't even know if I would recognize the bottle. Like, I'm trying to think of my liquor store. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even recognize it. I think you would if, when you see it. Gotcha. Okay. So, I kind what of. What vodka did you use? Sky. I I finally finished that damn bottle. And now nice. I can go back to my quantum vodka that I like. That's that local distillery that's in Carnegie. Yeah. I'd like to go there once this is all done. I miss going places. There's a lot of places. It'll be nice to go when this is all done. Hey, first first vaccines administrated I today. Know. Very exciting. We're like with book club. We I, I had Zoom book club last night and we were all talking about like, are you going to get the vaccine? Are you going to get the vaccine? And we were all like, uh, fuck yeah, we're going to get the vaccine. <laughs> get the vaccine i mean once i get the vaccine i'm not gonna think like i'm immune to everything and walk around without a mask and shit but <laughs> right because there's still gonna be a five to ten percent chance you're gonna get it maybe when like as many people as possible get it we can go around with that uh, mask on but it's still gonna be a thing yeah although i will wait until I'm going to be off for a few days just in case like you get flu like symptoms or like have really bad soreness like I know I don't I don't know yet if it's live or inactive I I think it I'm not sure I I heard I forget what news I was looking at it was either KDKA or um, WTAE but they said that take the day after off yeah, because um, I heard chills, fever, muscle soreness. Yeah, very rarely is there nausea and stomach problems, but it's a possibility. Good to oh, know. Did I say fatigue? No, I think you said muscle weakness, which is different. Uh, but that's good. All it good might to be know. Fatigue instead. Yeah. So probably both. I mean, those are really common reactions for like literally any live vaccine so well they said the person whatever medical professional was giving the interview they did say that that's a good sign it says that it means that your immune system is responding for sure yeah so it you know they were like just don't panic yeah yep good that's all promising i think what's been really hard recently it was easier to deal with stuff in the summer because you could still do stuff outside. Yeah. And right now it's like I'm in like a cave. Two things. One, I did forget to add on to there. It did say people with severe allergic reactions that need like an EpiPen. Okay. It might not be a good idea to get it. Okay. Or so talk to your medical professional too. That's why I, up here, I don't know about where you are. We're supposed to get Wednesday through Thursday. We're supposed to get five to eight inches. And I'm really looking forward to that because it gives. You can play outside. 
you can play outside. It's not rainy. Yeah. It's not muddy. It's yeah. just snow. And uh, it's easy to get her out there like three times because there's stuff to do. <sighs> you came over and like we went for three walks in one day and I was like, oh my God, this is the most I've been outside in so long. I mean, don't get me wrong. It was very refreshing and I liked it. But boy <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot because she's like just very high energy like my husband i'm sure that he has something to do with that so it's yeah we just need things to keep her occupied and like you said there's nothing to like we can't go anywhere yeah i take her to target like once every two or three weeks and she's very good about wearing her mask she is we went this morning because we came back from happy's um, she, we went this morning and she was very good. And even like, she, I let her get like a cake pop from Starbucks. And I was like, you can't, you can't eat it until we get out and are far enough away to take our mask off. And she would just like open the bag and peek at it until I told her it was okay. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, I'm so glad I wrapped the presents that I had whenever you were over because it was literally the first thing that she saw in my house. She's like, I want to go upstairs. What's upstairs? And then she opens the door with all of the presents for Christmas. <laughs> Picks them up. This one's perfect. This one's a little Izzy-sized present. Is this for me? No. We, the day we got home, we went and she was sitting in her room. She's like, sit with me. So I sat there and we were just like looking at the side of her crib. I said, what are we looking at? She goes, all of those presents there. Do you see them? So she was just sitting there looking at pretend presents. <laughs> That's so cute. Hi on Christmas. Oh, it's it's wild. Um, let's get down to it. Speaking of Christmas. Let's get high on the holiday. Let's Whoa. get high on the holiday. Let's get high on my wonderful summary. I was gonna say subscription, but no, that's wrong. No. <laughs> wrong no. S word. We hope you have subscriptions. <laughs> <laughs> if you, you don't, so, please do so. Yeah. That'll be the best. That's all we want for Christmas. That's it, right. Is maybe like, I'm going to set the bar low and be like 10 new subscribers. I was going to go 50. I was setting it way high. You were setting it way high. We have gotten a ton of Instagram followers with our 25 days of cocktails, and I'm very happy. Yeah, I guess it just means that we haven't been drinking enough, so we really need to, like... Up our game. Yeah, we do need to drink constantly. Beca become full-time alcoholics. Not not part-time. Well, <laughs> <laughs> instead of a full-time job, we'll be full-time alcoholics. Uh, I almost posted the mocktail I made. I made a mocktail. What mo was it? it? It was... I literally... I just threw it together, but it ended up being really good. I put... Sprigs of rosemary, probably around like a cup of cranberry juice, four shots of lime, four shots of ginger syrup, and then filled the rest up with like um, club soda. And it was like a pitcher's worth. It was really good. Would drink again. Would make again. Mm -hmm. So if Did you want to. Did James drink any of it? No. Okay. He, I, I feel like if there's like shit in his drink. Like, he doesn't want it. Like, if there's, like, a tree in it, he won't want it. If there's a tree in it. <laughs> but it was very festive looking, uh, and it was delicious. So if anybody doesn't want to drink or wants something lighter, like, you know, that was really good. Uh, summary. This mm -hmm. 
movie is about two women who swap houses who are trying to get over disappointing love lives. One goes to England, falls for a dude, <laughs> and then the other one goes to L.A., falls, falls for, for another dude, dude. <laughs> but in the process helps this older man rea- like with getting his shit together a little bit, I guess. She helps him get back in shape, and in the process, they become friends, and she gets closer to this guy, and... um that's basically it. They spend their holidays in a different home and fall for different guys. It's true. Complications and hilarity ensue. Yes. But oh my God, Eli Wallach. Adorable. I do. Yeah. It's funny to think of him in this movie and then think of him as good, bad, and the ugly. Never watched it. I don't think you would like it. I don't think I would either. But you know me and Clint Eastwood. Your man. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> I still think he's hot. I don't care if he's 90. Is he 90? I think he's like 88. Good for him. Right? Keep going. <laughs> so I have to say, like, I as much as I love this movie, I did watch it in segments because it is two hours and 15 minutes long. So it's longer than our what we usually like to see. True. Uh, by the but, way, Clint Eastwood is 90 on the dot. What's that? Clint Eastwood was 90 on the dot. Oh, nice. You were uh, right. And at the time of this movie, um, Eli Wallach was... Hang on. Sorry. Now that we're on the subject, all sorts of tangents, you're going to want to kill me. Eli Wallach was 90... Um, 91. At the time of this movie, okay. he passed away in 2014 and he was 98. So right. like he looked damn good for being he 91. He really did. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievability wise, since that's our first characteristic of a rom-com, what do you think? I think it was largely unbelievable. Yeah. You? The whole movie. Mm, mostly. I think so. And like, I think it all has to go back to the time frame that this happened. This was like a two week vacation and everyone falls solidly in love in those two weeks. I'm glad that you brought that up because that was one of the things that I was going to ask you about. Like, is that in and of itself believable? And even going towards there, at one point in here, and this is getting ahead, but we're on unbelievability, so it's fine. Um, at one point, Cameron Diaz says to Jude Law, I'm only going to be here for nine more days. Okay. In the next scene, Kate Winslet tells Eli Wallach, oh, I can help you get in shape for this Writers Guild yes! celebration. Yes. It's like, wait a minute. So in nine days, we're having a custom suit made getting in shape and and going to the celebration i could believe getting the suit made in that time i don't know how that works i think he has some pool and he could be like hey listen i'm arthur abbott and they would get that suit done but like at that point he hadn't agreed to do it so in nine days, they send out invitations, they arrange the ceremony, like, 
I don't think that's feasible. No. <laughs> Unless okay. the ceremony was pre arranged because they but had kept they... reaching out to him and they were just going to do it even if he couldn't go. Oh, okay. Like, because they did say they had sent him multiple letters and, like, the one that she read, like, we haven't heard from you. But, like, maybe that that's what was happening is that it was already kind of, like, the date was set. They were just going to do it whether he showed up or not. Okay. I'll go with that. But I did have that it was crazy unbelievable that Iris rehabilitated a man in a week. (laughs) The Iris the journalist not iris the physical therapist or occupational therapist (laughs) and i also appreciated that like his as she rehabilitated him his like oncoming dementia seemed to dissipate well he has something to live for but can that just go away like that i don't know he couldn't remember where he lived, and then, poof, better, miracle. Maybe the conversation that he was having, like, really sparked something. Forever. Forever. <laughs> Forever. By the way, I kind of chugged, like, the top fourth of this and put more cider in it, and it is a lot better. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I really like it's it. It's very refreshing. It is. Um, ooh, you know what would be good? What? Maybe like a little bit of cinnamon. I don't know. All right. Because you have you just have apple, so that might work for you. Oh, uh, you have raspberry. That might be weird. I have raspberry, and if it was peach, I don't know that the cinnamon would go with that. But I do think, because I was going to say this would be nice in the summer, but I think the ginger makes it a little more fall-wintry. Yeah. Ooh, like an apple cranberry, maybe. Ooh, that'd be good. Yeah. My first unbelievable is, well, before I go on, I would like to say I really do love this movie. (laughs) Does do I. But really sitting down and taking notes and going through all of the things, it becomes like a little problematic. Did you have the same experience? Um, what do you mean by problematic? I don't want to get ahead of myself, but with Too late. I found <laughs> I found Graham Graham, as they say. That's how I heard it in British speak. Graham. Okay. Um, <laughs> Graham and Amanda's. I thought really- you were calling him Graham Green. And I was no. Like, that'd be a wicked middle school burn. <laughs> Come here, Graham Green. <laughs> you smell like almonds. What? Doesn't gangrene smell like nuts? Oh, gangrene. But- yeah, Graham Green. <laughs> <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> I was. I was on a bully when I went to school, and obviously, <laughs> my only retaliation would be in puns. <laughs> and you would be made fun of as a result. Absolutely. Uh, anyway, Graham and Amanda's relationship is really problematic. And you start yeah. to, like, whenever you start to take notes, I'm like, nope, 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 absolutely not, you know? Yeah. 
Anyway. I don't know. I don't know that I I found that. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Good. I'm glad. We'll see. We'll see. With me to your side. Um, is it unbelievable to punch somebody during a breakup? Like the way Amanda punched her boyfriend. I also, I believe, have that down there. Um, to like, she punched him in the face twice and did not like hurt her hand at all. I think she maybe like shook it off, but that would really hurt. It would. So I don't know. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't, that's not the way I would go in a breakup. I'm sure it's been done. Yeah. I mean, I just picture more of like a slap, like a, not like a kapow. Right. Maybe she does like boxing. Maybe. It's part of her physical regimen, so she's used to it. Yeah. I went even earlier in that, and I thought Iris wrapping that present so delicately at her job. I think she's the kind of person who would have brought it to her job already wrapped and not be doing it at her desk. Oh, that's good. I didn't think about that. And I was also excited that Iris's friend network was the best friend from the wedding day. Yes. I love that lady. Her voice is so distinct. We need to do the wedding date. Yeah. Agreed. And I agreed with everything her friend was saying. Yeah. Iris stayed friends with that guy. Are you fucking kidding me? He's a total creep. He is a creep, but I actually found that whole situation very believable. He cheated on her. I know, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to stay in love with them. No, that's true. But I also don't think that, like, I completely understood his side of the relationship and why she was sticking around. (laughs) And why he was sticking around. He wanted that devotion. He got off on it. But... That's how he teased her into staying around because she felt like he needed her. And that would keep her coming back. But then, depending on how he talks to her, like, when he came in and she gave her a present, he's like, I got you something you'll look hot in. What a creep. Like, you would think she would see through that. But I also feel... She has terribly low self-esteem and she that feels is, like she doesn't deserve anything better. Yeah, I would agree with that. She does have self-esteem problems. Bef- even like I'm going to stick with Iris in that opening scene with her. Did you notice how long her commute to work was? Oh my God, yes. And then the walk home, completely unbelievable. Exhausting. Like that, that walk home must have been 45 minutes to an hour and a half each way. And the whole thing was 40 minutes away from London. Mm-hmm. Like the train ride. Absolutely so I, not. I thought that was crazy. Like if that cabin was inherited from the parents, whatever, but she's definitely going to have something in the city. Crazy. Yes, I agree. Um, I thought it was unbelievable in and out like the whole thing of just deciding to go to another continent in a day 
like whatever they no were planning. no planning no no packing like you know like you know me whenever I pack for a trip it is like a three-day process if I was like if if James was like hey surprise we're gonna go to London pack up your bags right now we're leaving in 12 hours I'd be like what mm-hmm. absolutely not why didn't you tell me this last week like mm-hmm. They were like, is tomorrow too soon? And in my head, I'm like, yes. <laughs> well, even you got to let work know that you're, what, taking off for a while, et cetera. Two and weeks? Thought, Who gets two, yeah, weeks two weeks? Two weeks. At the drop of a hat. And I also thought that the rom-com coincidence of them searching for houses at the same time they are nine hours apart, I think. Good call. So I guess if Iris was searching at 10 p.m. and Amanda was searching at 1 p.m. or something, I guess that would work, but it would be a stretch. For sure. That's, But you're right. That is a huge rom-com coincidence. Mm-hmm. And I thought, like, Ed Burns's character not swearing on his life like she's like swear on my life that you didn't sleep with her and he wouldn't do it I was like any guy is gonna do that to prove he's not lying I agree it's like I swear on my grandma's grave or whatever right whatever no one cares right I thought it was really unbelievable how Amanda walked in those heels for seemingly miles or and kilometers. We, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then can we just go and fast forward that to the end to where she's running in, oh, the, God. in the snow. In the snow. How fucked up would your feet be if you ran that long in those heels? Like just walking to and from a table at dinner in heels like that can do it sometimes. Oh, yeah. There are heels that I have, and I don't purchase these kind of heels anymore because now I'm in my 30s and the time for this has passed. But there are a few heels that I have where I'm like, these are sitting heels. Like, these are heels that I solely wear just to go to dinner (laughs) because I can't stand in them. Right. Yeah. They're beautiful. I'll never give them away. Absolutely. Yeah. But you will not run. I don't care what guy's waiting for you at the end. Oh, no. And then, Uh, oh, gosh, to stay with that scene, it was so, like, I cringed a little bit because it was so cheesy how she, like, stops to catch her breath. And then you just see her look up and she's like, I'm going to keep going. He's waiting for me. (sighs) Yeah. Whatever. I'm sorry. I do love this movie, but like it's ridiculous. it was a lot. It was a lot. Um so even like Amanda's journey in general like to England, she brought 10 books with her on an airplane. That's a lot of weight. Y'all, she has a lot of money though, and I feel like she would have had help toting i don't know i believed that you believe 10 books i did for two weeks i think she was i do because i think that's her character okay all right but about, oh god 
Oh, no, no, no. That's okay. Because I was going to say, would you be able to, and like I do, like this, this movie brought a lot of questions on for me. Would you be able to be like Amanda and spend like two weeks alone in that cottage just by yourself? Like no Bernard, like just by yourself. Take those 10 books, take whatever alcohol, go shopping. I think as long as I'm able to go other places, I could. I think so too. Like how she's bored after 12 hours. That's what I found unbelievable. Number one, she has a dog. Number two, she has a ton of alcohol. Number three, she has a working TV. Number four, she has all those books. Number five, she has a great bathtub. She's in fucking Surrey. No. You can, and like the 40 minute train to London, it's just 40 minutes to London. Like instead of packing up your shit after six hours and saying, I'm going back to LA, just go take the train to London or pack an overnight bag and spend the night in London. Like there's other things you can do than just be like, fuck this shit. Because where the fuck are you going to go? Like, stay in the guest house with I- like while Iris is there? That'd be awkward. That would be weird. Especially when she was so good at lighting that roaring fire. Like, that. <laughs> good like, call. No, this is not true. Good call. That's awesome. Like, hold the match there for 10 seconds. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, that's a- that's such a good point. Yeah, I, like, could totally be alone for, like, a long time and be fine. Absolutely. Yep. Well, I'm glad that you brought up the leaving after six hours because that was on my list as well. Good. What's your next one? I just have a lot of questions. (laughs) Me too! (laughs) I thought the, like... Okay, so, you know, she meets Graham there, Amanda meets Graham there, and he kisses her, and then she's like, do it again, and then he, like, kisses her eyelid, and then works his way down the face, and I was like, "Mm, if I just met a guy and he kissed my closed eyelid, I was like, what would I have thought? Like, I don't know. I probably would have went with it. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, like, at first I was, like, I had very conflicting feelings about it. But then I wondered, would you have gone to meet meet Graham at dinner? Yes. Okay. Would you? I don't know. I don't know if I have the balls to do stuff like that. I mean, the thing is, you have nothing to lose. True. And if it was, like, a good lay, then you truly have nothing to lose. Um, I think my next unbelievable ability was Iris crying at dinner with Arthur. Oh, I didn't think so. You don't know him. You're out in public. Like, I I thought that it was overkill. But I did like how he told her, like, when you do a movie, there's leading ladies and the best friend. And he's like, you're a leading lady, but you're acting like the best friend. I thought that was a great quote. Yes, I did too. Um, and she agreed with him. And I think that's when she started to get it together. 
but that was a lot of crying. I don't know. I don't. I don't think that was unbelievable. And Unbe- unbelievable. Like I think that. I don't know. I think they had a very fast relationship, but it was like a very kind of genuine thing. I I got believed it. Like I really believed their relationship. And like, I think it was probably the first time she'd actually been truly honest about her unrequited love. And like, that's why she was breaking. Yeah. I think because like, it goes back to what you said about Graham. Like, what does she have to lose? She has this connection with this guy. When is she going to see him? That kind of thing. My next unbelievable was leaving your dog with a stranger like that. Yeah, that was a little surprising. Like, I mean, I understand leaving it at a kennel, but like leaving it alone for seemingly what, like 12 hours, unless Graham's going to come in and look after it. I don't, I don't know. Oh, but she didn't even tell Graham that she was gone because she called him and left a message, which leads me into my next unbelievability, not telling your family members that you're leaving the country. But he's her only family member. What about her? We, yeah, that's true. But I don't know if you know that she hasn't. And Iris has parents because the parents are watching the kids. That could be Graham's wife's parents. Maybe. No, but he says, like, his parents are, like, alive and well during that dinner, lunch thing. Dad's a editor and mom's a professor or other way around or whatever. Good call. Thanks. Plot hole. Yep. I do like the quote, what kind of an editor are you? A very mean one. <laughs> I thought the um, the scene after the dinner with his friends was very cute, except for the fact that at how good Amanda looks for being super hungover. Like, she looked amazing. The necklaces were perfect. The makeup, the hair, everything was perfect. I'm glad that you brought that up. That was one of mine, too. Um, But I thought that when he asked her out and she says, why? And he says, because I'm running out of reasons why we shouldn't, aren't you? I was like, oh, grandma's smooth. He is smooth. He's like too smooth. Mm -hmm. Oh, too smooth, eh? Uh, How do you feel about Amanda telling Graham, like, I have to tell you, I'm not very good at this. Meaning, like, sex. Like, do you tell somebody that, like, before you're going to sleep with them? No. She was, she overshared a lot, I felt like. Because that whole thing, it was almost like fishing for compliments. And maybe, maybe she was because of what she had to deal with. You don't know. But even at that lunch, talking about the parents, talking about not being able to cry, like, all that stuff. That's a lot for a first date. But does it go back to you know, two weeks, where is this going? Yeah. I mean, we, I'm sure, like, I'm sure that she thought that he was just a rebounder. Right. I think I'm actually, I think I'm actually done with unbelievability. Um, did you find, 
So when Amanda went to meet to Graham's house, I felt like there were a couple cringe moments there. Mm-hmm. Go like, on. Just like her showing up in that fancy dress period, I would have felt so awkward. Once the kids were there and you take up the coat and she's dressed like that, I was like, I probably also wouldn't have packed that outfit if I was planning on spending two weeks by myself. Good call. Yes. Like lounge pants galore and maybe like jeans. Yeah. That's it. And a a nice top. Like if you're going out to dinner. Yeah. But I I, you know jeans and a nice top i'm not gonna go to any like michelin restaurants by myself true um mr napkin had i always hated mr napkin had so cringe so yeah. cringe yep um we touched on that and i think yeah i think i'm done with unbelievability there do you cringe a little bit at her crying in like the car to the airport. Amanda. A little bit, yeah. Cause it's so cheesy. It is. And I also like um, that reminds me. I think it's cringy because the advertise like the narrator to the trailers is on there. And it's like, she's back. And I'm like, oh, man, this girl's like 30 at least. And it's been since 15. Yeah. I'm like, she hasn't been herself for 15 years. Holy fuck. No wonder relationships aren't working out. But, um, oh, fuck. What was I going to say? But, you know, these narrators like keep popping up is she experiencing a little bit of a psychotic break (laughs) it's a great question i don't know i think that's just like the hazard of her job because that's what she does i guess like that's what we're led to believe Like, part of me wishes me drinking from this bottle is just champagne, and then part of me is like, I got a lot to do today. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a good thing. I saw you taking that bottle, and I forgot it was non-alcoholic because I was about to be like, yeah, Marie. <laughs> uh, during Zoom book club last night, that's what I did. I drank a bottle of white wine. I got to start writing a paper today tracing my adolescent identity development through nowadays. Yikes. And it's just, I might have to open a bottle of champagne because no one wants to travel that path again. Right? God, why do you ever want to travel back down your own adolescence? It's horrible. It truly is. Um, Obstacles to them being together. I mean. Distance. And time. And time. Yeah, just like the two weeks to get to know each other, especially for Iris and Miles, because they really don't start getting together until that two days before she has to leave. So that seems like I know they were hanging out and everything, but the romance part of it didn't really hit home until then. Yeah, I guess. and we could, we could debate that. Okay, debate that. great. I have so much to talk about with chemistry, so I'm so glad that you brought that up. I was 
for once have more for chemistry than I do for unbelievability. Yeah. I um, agree. But like yeah. with obstacles though, it's just like the time and the distance. I mean, recent breakups too, like Cameron yeah. Diaz with her boyfriend. And even though I guess Iris's breakup was a while ago, she didn't accept it. Well, and she still wasn't accepting it yeah. until he came. Yeah. Yeah. Do you what an asshole though? I agree. And I was gonna say, like at the beginning, I I don't even think he's attractive. Like, do you think he's attractive or charming like Rufus Sewell? And then I was like, well, maybe I just don't think he's attractive or charming because of a knight's tale. And I'm just like prejudiced against him because of that. Well, but he played an asshole in this movie too. Exactly. So he's always an asshole. Maybe we need to find a movie where he's like a protagonist instead of an antagonist. And in Man in the High Castle, he's a Nazi. So. He just does a really good job. Like, you watch The Hunters, right? No, I didn't. You didn't watch The Hunters with Al Pacino? No. Shocking. I completely forgot about it until you just brought it up. Well, you just jumped on the Cobra Kai train, so... And it's really fucking good, isn't it? It's so good. Right? James and I, like, we were, so he played video games for, like, six hours straight with his friends, and I was, like, cooking and doing stuff, and, you know, and then finally he was like, oh, whenever you're done, like, come downstairs and we'll hang out. And then we were, like, hanging out, and he's like, do you want to watch something? And then we were just going on Netflix, being like, no, I don't want to watch this. He was like, no, you know, so we just went back and forth, and then he was like, Cobra Kai, and I was like, you know what, let's just put it on. Like, it's only 30 minutes, just give it a shot. We were fucking hooked in, like, five minutes. Yeah, it's so fucking good. And I never watched Karate Kid. You don't need to. How many flashbacks are in that bitch? I know. So many flashbacks, but like, damn. If I watch Karate Kid, I'll probably probably be rooting for Johnny Lawrence. I know. It's really weird because he's such a dick in that movie. <laughs> but then like, you're like, oh, well, maybe. Is it weird that I think he's really attractive? No, I do too. Okay, good. Because Yeah, cuz you can kind of tell he's a little bit built. Yeah. Oh my gosh, and I love all the characters. And you're totally right. Like there are so many moments where like you just want to high five. Mhm. Every single time an episode ended for 7 episodes, James and I would look at each other and we'd be like one more. <laughs> <laughs> and we did it until 6 in the morning. Oh my god. <laughs> creatures of the night that's what we are that's right that'll be your theme song creatures of the night um watch cobra kai guys it's so good it's so and good we, even Bernard and i were trying to get dad hooked on it and we we're like you have to watch till episode five like that big fight oh no i was hooked way before that i know but you're normal yeah that's true so <sighs> I just love all of the characters. And like, it's very interesting because James is like, no, Daniel LaRusso, he's a bad guy. And I was like, I don't think he's a bad guy. I just think he's struggling. I think they're both good guys. And I can't wait for the eventual team up that's going to happen between them. Has to happen. Has to happen. Has to happen. I know. Anyway. Anyway, watch Cobra Kai. 
Um, chemistry. Okay. So I will say, watching this from an analytical point of view, I was worried about Jack Black's chemistry with Iris at first because I never picked up on how clingy he seemed in that first scene with his girlfriend. Oh, I think we're going to have a really big disconnect here. Okay. But I thought he was super clingy with that model girlfriend or actor's girlfriend at the beginning. Okay. I didn't get that. Okay. I didn't. And no. Okay, sorry. No, it's okay because I actually liked Iris and Miles's chemistry way better than Amanda and Graham's chemistry. Oh, so did I. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, so did I. It was just that first scene I was like, oh, did I remember this wrong? And Miles like is kind of a creeper. Um, he, but I think he addressed it later on where he's like, a girl like that, what could she see in me? I was like, maybe don't like hold her hand as she's trying to leave and like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. How did you feel about Amanda and Graham's meet cute versus Iris and Miles meet cute? Okay. Surface wise, I was okay with both of them and I thought they were both cool. Except, like, Amanda's very high-strung. So, like, you were talking about her oversharing and talking things through and all of that. But they bring that into the plot. They do. But I guess I found Amanda and Graham's chemistry, like, much more unbelievable. Like, I, I probably wouldn't have answered the door because I'm thinking, like, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Right. And I mean, I like, especially if somebody was like, I'm going to piss on your doorstep, I would have been like, nope, calling the cops. 999 or whatever it is. I think that's what British 911 yeah, is. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Um, I can, I can see that. Um, and I did like Miles and Iris, even though the girlfriend was there, I liked it because it came full circle later on. When the Santa Anas were blowing and he tells her don't blow away yeah. and then she says it to him later. I was like, oh, that's so good. And he recognized it. He turned back and he smiled at her. Yeah. And like, I think their whole meet cute with like the gate and her trying to open the gate and swearing. And he was like, no, it's okay. It was kind of funny. And yeah. like the whole, as cheesy as it was, like the thing in her eye and he got it out. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cute. And let me think here. Eli Wallach wasn't in the picture then, but when he came for the Hanukkah dinner later, oh my you gosh, could see him eyeing both of them like this is a match, this is a match. He knew that they just panned to his face, and he has like that knowing old man smile, like this is happening. Absolutely. And guess what? It does. It does. But, like, that first scene with Amanda and Graham, I did, like, you know, they kissed, and he was, like, bad, and she said weird. And he is, like, a total stranger, and he goes, I do it all the time. Like, see, I like that kind of banter, and I thought that helped put her at ease. Like, I did think he was charming, even though, like, I wrote down something 
about him to me seems fake. Like something at doesn't that, connect with me. At that moment, I agree with you. He totally seemed like a player. No, even after, like I wrote that down. Let me think about when I wrote this down. Sorry, I'm looking for where I wrote this. No, don't worry. I'm actually ordering some Wendy's. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm I'm doing it for not just me. I'm <laughs> I wrote that down after she was at her house. I said there's something about Jude that doesn't seem real to me. <sighs> and I don't know if this was Is it the like rom com trope thing though? I don't I don't know. I don't know if it's like him not selling it or, but I love, I don't know. Just something seemed off. I did love him in his glasses when he pulled out his glasses. Me too. The glasses were so cute. I think I liked him with his glasses more. And man, his hair looked really good in this. Yes. Now, how did the hairy chest do it for you? I know we talked about this recently. I have a note that says I dig Graham's glasses and chest hair. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think it's great. Damn it. A true woman of our last name. A true true woman of our name. (laughs) (laughs) We love hairy chest. Quit waxing your chest hairs. Just let it grow. Let it grow. So much. I love it. I did uh, I did think that Amanda was at the airport a lot because she does make it to the airport, but that's not chemistry. Um, yeah. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm paying attention. I am. I'm no, just no, not. that's okay. I was just flipping through. I already brought up the the lines between Graham and Amanda to go out again. I thought that was a really good exchange. I did like their first date a lot. Like I said, I thought she overshared, but you can see them laughing a lot. And if you juxtapose that against the scene with Ed Burns in the beginning with Mm -hmm. her boyfriend of over a year who were living together and they're silent. It's like they don't know each other. Yes. And they were, and I get it the first date, but you can still have awkward silences and not know what to say to someone. And they didn't have that. They were able to play off each other. They were laughing. I think at one point they were chasing after each other. And I think that's what Amanda needed. She needed some playtime in her life. So I, okay, I agree with you, but at the same time, I thought it was kind of ridiculous like really really cheesy how they were like at that restaurant just like chasing after each other and like that montage of like hide and seek and kissing and I don't know for some reason what what if it was a restaurant at like gardens like we have Phipps conservatory even though I don't think there's a restaurant there what if it was like outdoor gardens that they could you can walk around yeah I guess no, you're still not still not sold. I'm still not sold. I don't know. I just think it's so lovey dovey and like kind I, of like a like a little two cheese ball. I think it 
brings a needed aspect of balance to Amanda's life. Okay. So that's where that was. I Maybe the chasing was a bit much. I actually ignored that in my notes. So <laughs> there you go. Um, after the Hanukkah night. Adorable. Adorable. But how did you feel about the goodbye scene chemistry-wise between Iris and Miles? Where he kisses her twice. I like it because he did. totally unknowingly did it. Yeah, it was like, has your order been accepted? It has. Good for you. It was like a level of comfort. Like he was drawn to her. Didn't mean to kiss you twice, then linger a long time. Mm-hmm. And she was fine with it. Like she got it. Mm-hmm. And that's when she repeats his line to him, don't blow away. And he looks back at her like, I see what you did there. I like it. I like like it it too. Yeah. I just, Um, I just believe Iris and Miles so much more than Amanda and Graham. Because they're coming from similar backgrounds of like love history. They're both with people who didn't appreciate them, who thought they were better than them. They were downtrodden, and so, like, two lost souls find each other and, like, kind of make it better, blah, blah, blah. Um, I was surprised that Amanda knew, and I'm kind of going in order of the scenes. Like, we were with Miles and Iris, and now we're back with Amanda and Graham. That's how I'm kind of going with this, just in sequential okay. order. Um, I was surprised that Amanda had Graham's address. I, I thought about that. Because she probably realized, like, oh, it's a man or it's Iris's brother, probably able to find it somewhere, like, in her things. That's pretty snoopy. Yeah, I'd snoop. <laughs> okay. Part well, of the we house switch. Th- we went over this in Working Girl, although we did say there was a limit of trying people's makeup on. Yes. <laughs> Perfume, sure. You can't. You can't see if that's been used. But, uh, you know, everything else, no. Man, my $30 blanket, my Harry Potter blanket from Walgreens is starting to shed. $30 at Walgreens? It's like the size of a double bed. You, I feel like that's too much <laughs> at Walgreens. Like too much. It's true. Well, let me, let too me much. confirm that it is too much because it's starting to shed. <laughs> no one's late on it. but it's so cool I'll take a picture for you later yeah um let me see here throwback remember when Graham's over the house and Sophie called him one day and Olivia called him the next and she was like oh Olivia Sophie and Amanda and then it turns out that that's a real thing they all get together oh yeah Thank you for shadowing. Oh yeah. Um, I do like. I think we talked about this, like the pub scene where Graham spots Amanda. Um, whenever she agrees to go out, like she was like, "Maybe I'll go out with you if I decide not to go back to L.A." Oh no, we didn't talk about it. Okay. I asked if you would have met him. Okay. I really liked that scene, and I think the music choice was just so p- top-notch. Yeah. It's from the Garden State soundtrack, which I'm sure you know. Of course. 
And I just, it really set the mood for me. Yeah. Yeah. They, he was happy to see her and she was like, I'm over here if you want me. Like, yeah, it was great. Um, I loved Iris and Amanda's chemistry as well. Like mm-hmm. in that conversation that when I think Amanda called Iris at the same time that Graham called Iris. Mm-hmm. So I, I guess that says more about Amanda and Graham's chemistry than Iris with anybody. But then like Iris unknowingly calls her out for sleeping with Graham. That was so funny twice. I loved it absolutely loved it yeah and i also loved after that the video store scene with miles and iris me too it goes back to the sense of humor like she couldn't stop laughing you know until he saw his girlfriend cheating on him she couldn't stop laughing yeah i think that's why i i ultimately liked iris as a miles story better and i think it's because kate winslet's probably just like a better actress and i just really believed her story like the beginning of it and how upset she was and like you just really feel her emotion inside of the story and then she gets to la and she's so happy and you're like man she just really deserves this and then her and miles and like her and i think she's just such a good person and i just want to root for her well, I think it says a lot about the relatability. Mm-hmm. Like you said, do we believe that someone would punch a guy twice no. when they break up? But we'll believe that a woman can't stop crying about it and then get hung up on the guy. Yeah. And have a hard time getting over him. And then, you know, like Jude Law is like a stereotypically like good-looking leading man okay jack black is more on like an everyday woman's level i found him ridiculously cute in this movie me too but did you see his imdb photo because if you haven't you need to look at it right now Oh no, i saw it it's fantastic (laughs) it's fantastic did you see his spider-man dance I don't remember. Like, I've been watching his shit a lot just because I think it's hilarious. It's so good. The only time I don't appreciate Jack Black is when he's as part of Tenacious D. What? What? Tenacious D. You hate Tenacious D? It's hilarious. No, I hate it. James serenades me with Tenacious D songs. So weird. What's the one is like, I'm going to like, I'm going to fuck you gently or something like that. (laughs) He serenades me with that like all the time. Uh. (laughs) It's like, yeah, uh, it's pretty funny. So, but like, it just, I think that there are more relatable to like, quote unquote, like normal people. So that's part of it. Who do you whose chemistry's better? Uh Kate Winslet's and Jack Black's or Kate Winslet and Eli Wallach? Great question. I know it's really hard. I mean, I think it depends on if you wanted to fuck someone or not. Because there's, <laughs> there's only one real way to go with that. <laughs> Eli Wallach. I I did say that. It's the best chemistry of the whole movie. It was her and Arthur. <laughs> Whenever she spots that Oscar in his room. Yeah. So cute. 
Um, and I, I liked um, after the video scene with Miles and Iris and they go back and Iris has this huge diatribe about feeling less and the other person makes you less and he just watches her and listens. And then it's like, he goes, oh, fuck, you need this more than I do. Best response. <laughs> it was the best response. But he also knew who the guy was. He's like, this is the novel guy. So he understood what she was going through mm-hmm. and how this guy was, like, fucking with her. Mm-hmm. So I thought that said a lot about his character. I was so happy for her whenever she finally got rid of Jasper, too. Oh, me too. Like the poor fiance who just has no idea. Yeah, she's. I mean, they're not. They're not going to be able to stay together unless Absolutely she not. can overlook his many dalliances that are yet to come. Honestly, he was talking about going to Venice with Iris. Ridiculous. He went to L.A. on a whim. Yeah. Like what's he, he's probably like? Oh, it's for business. But she works at the same company. So she's going to be able to check on that shit. I think she should quit. She should just quit and move to LA with Jack Black. Oh, agreed. Because obviously he's making more money. And she could just write somewhere else. I think. I I would agree with you. I, yeah, I think it's easier. Do you hear all of my Uber Eats (laughs) alerts? It's on the way. Just FYI. For you. Thanks. That's quick. It is quick. Um, Iris and Miles at the piano, and he says Ooh. he wrote a song for her. <laughs> so cute. This is what you would sound like. Oh, so adorable. But you know what made it cute is like the goofing off. It started out with goofing off, like this is Arthur's theme, and he's like, Did I write this? No. I just yeah. think, like there's just I don't know there so I think Kate Winslet and Jack Black have the better chemistry all together and I like their story too because at the end he just asked her out on a date for New Year's mm-hmm. which is more believable and it's like I, I mean I even think to the part where he's like if I go to London like would you go with like can I have a date with you or whatever mm-hmm. like cool but like Graham and Amanda, she, like I love you. Like no. Yeah, that's the next scene where Graham says I love you, and I was like, oh boy, that would scare the shit out of me. Absolutely not. I would try to. I would get freaked out. Especially as it's a guy with two kids. Like yes, that's even more of a like. Obviously, it's even more of a commitment. Stage five. You cleaner. better be damn sure. Yeah, because you don't want to fuck with those kids' lives. True. Um, I mean, Amanda, he says that, and she just like goes on this whole doom and gloom rant. I was like, this is not what you want to hear. I was fine with her doom, like her doom and gloom rant was the believable part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, they did have the better physical chemistry, but I feel like to me, that's like. The, the basis of their relationship. Well, because you don't really see Iris and Miles' physical chemistry. Because it's they, a slower build. Right. It's a slower build. They're both getting over their people, and then they're just going on their first date 
at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. So you don't really get a sense of that. Um, although I will say physically, like the accidental boob graze. We used to quote that like all the time. Love it. So this day, yeah. Accidental boob grace. Accidental boob grace. Sorry, guys. Sorry. It's awesome. However, what bothers me about that scene? The scene at the restaurant. She is drinking like a glass Dixie cup full of water. No, it's sake. Oh, I always thought that was water she was drinking. That's what it is, right? Like, that's how you pronounce it? Saki? Yeah, I'm having a brain fart. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's how you... I thought it was just a Mm. little glass of water. I thought it was Saki. Because whenever he leaves, and, like, you can tell she gets upset, she just fucking downs the whole thing. Thought it was water. No, I think... That's my impression. That's the impression that I get. Email us at toastyourmouth.gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> and she's singing, drinking a teeny glass of water or an oversized glass of sake. <laughs> yeah, I think she's drinking sake. That would make more sense. Uh, I think I'm ready to move on from chemistry. Wait, I'm not yet. I have two more. They both have to do with Iris and Miles. Okay. Um, when Miles finally gets to the Arthur's presentation thing and they're taught, like he's making comments to Kate Winslet and then he's like, Oh, but you look beautiful by the way. And I was like, man, that was smooth. Mm-hmm. Like he's not making a big thing about it. He acknowledges it. Like he, I don't think he, I wouldn't call it a double take, but he says it in a very nice way to let her know he appreciates it. And I thought that was nice. And then how radiant they are when they both have the date for New Year's. Like, they do their private celebrations, and it's really adorable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really liked whenever he gives, like, that, that like, fist, like, the, yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she's over there going. Yeah. Like, it's really nice. So cute. All right. Now I'm done with chemistry. Moment they fell in love? Um. Oh, I mean. I guess Amanda's when she's crying in the car. Yes. Agreed. And I think Graham is whenever he sees her with his kids. I agree with that. Yeah. In like the tent. Very kissed and like, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't. Can we say that Iris and Miles are in love yet? I have a thing. I think she realized that she had feelings for him at that sushi place whenever she downs that sake. And she was very disappointed about it. Yes. That, that disappointment, it just shows, but I don't know. I guess miles doesn't get back together with his girlfriends, but goes to me, Iris. I think he liked her at, well, the Christmas Eve kiss. Yeah, in the, the Hanukkah. Hanukkah yeah. But I don't think we can say they're in love yet. Yeah. I agree. Because okay. I think, mm, can we move on to, it to do they stay together? Because I, I think that their slow build, I think they do stay together. 
Iris. You don't think Graham and Amanda do? I don't. I think it's too hard. I think she's too much into her own job and she's established. Like, I, I don't think that unless one of them moves somewhere else. Like, I don't know. I think there's more complications with their relationship. And I think... Well, yeah. I think anytime you have kids in the equation, there's more of a complication. Yeah. And I guess the question is, you know, like you said, the jobs. Amanda's job was important to her, but it overtook her life. Like, that was very clear from what Ed Burns says, and then she talks about it later. But as the owner of the company, could she move it over to London? I mean, because honestly, in this day and age, why do you need to be there in person? Like, they send you clips, you string them together. True. Now, granted, it's about 15 years later. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. To uproot, to uproot the two girls to move to L.A. after they lost their mom. Like, I feel like you'd want them to stay around family. Yes. What do you think? What do you like? What do you think? Do you think who do you think stays together? Who do you think doesn't stay together? I think they both stay together. And I know that's very idealist. Like, I think Kate Winslet would have no problem I don't think that she would move over there right away. Yeah. But I think that his job would also have the type of flexibility where he could travel back and forth. And she's a journalist. Like, she's going to have, like, a pretty demanding job. Yeah. So. But I don't know if she was married to it. Yeah. I Well, I think it would be even easier for her to leave because Jasper works there true i don't know i can i can just see the success of their relationship more so than i can see amanda and grams mm-hmm. well they got to know each other more like the slower build i like the slower build yeah and i think that goes into like their first date was on new year's eve it is that passage of time that they're playing into like mm-hmm. they are spending more time mm-hmm. together than two weeks i love you mm-hmm um, are we ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Okay. Cause Iconics in. I gotta get my Wendy's. What? I gotta get my Wendy's. Go. I won't chew in the microphone. I promise. So Wendy's distracted me and I forgot to record. So it's probably going to sound a little bit less enthusiastic than it did originally. We've been talking for 15 minutes without it recording. Yeah. So, very quickly, let's do iconic scene. The professionalism just doesn't end with us, guys. It just doesn't end. I was really um, hungry and iconic like. Iconic scene depends a lot on whether you want to do all four characters in the same scene together. In which case, there's only one possible iconic scene. The New Year's Eve date. I didn't need it. I didn't need that scene. So it could have ended with Jack Black and Kate Winslet agreeing to go on a date. And you would have been like, cool, good movie. Yeah. Oh, I like the meeting at the end. I mean, it was really cute, but it was very cheesy. 
It was. I guess the dancing was cheesy at the end, but I liked that they met at the end. Okay. I like that. But that's not my iconic scene. Okay. So I guess, are you going to pick one couple or are you going to do a split screen like they did on the DVD cover? So no, because I didn't even think about that. My iconic scene is Arthur going up the stairs at his award show and Iris and Miles like in the audience watching him. Arthur is a huge part of that movie. He's huge. He has a ton of screen time. I know. I just don't want to include him because no one's going to fuck him. Wow. Too much? That's a lot. But I don't hate it. Um, (laughs) I don't think you love old people as much as I do. That's true. That's true. That being said, I don't want to fuck them. (laughs) You'll love them, but it's a platonic love. So how does Wendy's and sparkling apple cider go together? Pretty good. All right. Good yeah. For you. Yeah. Thanks. Um. So I guess I do like the scene of Miles and Iris celebrating like the acceptance of the date. So I could see that being the iconic scene for them. Like the fish, like yes, yeah. yeah. And she like has this huge grin, and her eyes are rolled up, like mm-hmm. that. I could see. What about? What do you think? I guess for Graham and Amanda, like the tent scene, so all of his kids are included. Yeah, and uh, like. Did you feel like Amanda was reluctant in that scene? Like, he started, like, rubbing her fingers with his fingers. Did you think she was accepting of that? Or or was she like, what the fuck, dude? You have two kids. I thought she was accepting. What did you think? No, I was just wondering if I misinterpreted it. Because I thought she was, too. I would have agreed with that as an iconic scene there as well. That's really interesting, though. I would have never thought of that as, like... Like, to speculate if she was reluctant or not. Well, two kids is a lot, especially, like, I guess it's better than two, like, toddlers. I was just going to say, thank God they're older. Yeah. Like, a one-year-old and a four-year-old would have been, like, a no-go. That's a lot of work. That's a lot of, like, just tired all the time. At least those kids are going to go to school for eight hours a day. So they can fuck during the day. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say nap, but I guess that's we where we are both at in life. <laughs> that's a lie. I'm not there. I'm also at napping. <laughs> um, final thoughts. Final thoughts. I gotta say, we did not give enough attention to Jasper and what a big dick he is. Yeah, he's really Uh, the worst. And given this take two, I don't remember if I said previously if they dated in real life. You did not, because that's really weird and I can't see that combination. But we we did have the conversation of you have a hard time separating people from their movie persona, from their real life persona. So he could be like a really good guy. It's so hard because whenever you're that good of an actor, it's like, um, 
the guy from the boys homelander like if i saw him on the street i'd be like you're a bad dude and then you didn't watch the hunters no without pacino but you should is he a bad guy in that who rufus sewell no he is not in that but the like one the big like nazi antagonist in it or like one of them i can't see him ever playing anything but a nazi and it's like it's a shame because like objectively he's a really cute wholesome american looking guy but you're like man you did such a great job playing a nazi and now you're always gonna be a nazi to me so like compliments but at the same time try to find a role where you're not a nazi yikes that's gotta be hard if you're like a really good actor and typecast as a bad guy all the time because then there's gonna be people like you who think that's their actual personality hell yeah you're gonna be like the 80 year old woman who slaps one of them across the face (laughs) how could you treat julia roberts like that I love it. That's totally going to be me. But if I ever see Timothy Chalamet or Pete Davidson slapping them in the oh, face. Oh, that SNL skit where they were on the bench together. I was like, it's both of our celebrities. We'd punch a critic in the face. <laughs> Bernard was like, what is the matter with you right now? I was like, we both hate them. And then that BuzzFeed article, like, I need them to be together all the time. And I, like, died. Yeah. I guess we're in the minority. Whatever. Yeah. And then Bernard told me that Timothy Chalamet is like every guy I always like in movies. And he's going to start pointing out every guy who looks like Timothy Chalamet that I like in movies. So I have to stop hating him. I was like, that's absolutely not true. I'd break Timothy Chalamet. Like, there was also another thing on BuzzFeed about people thirsting over him in that mesh shirt. Did you see that? I did see that. And I was like, he's a little boy. Mm-hmm. It's like a little boy. You're like lusting over a little boy in a mesh shirt, and it's weird. I'm sorry, Timothy Chalamet, that we're calling you a little boy, but you're little. <laughs> That's the descriptor we choose for you because you're tiny. <laughs> objectively you're just a smaller person than we are i gotta say 120 130 maybe soaking wet i don't know how tall he is i think he's shorter i feel like he's shorter hang on looking it up looking it up he's actually taller than i would have pegged him for he's 510 oh okay I would have said like five nine or I guess five ten five nine, but like I I don't know. I just pictured him as like a petite guy. I thought five six. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I thought five six. That's where I was going. I'm still going one thirty. Maybe I can Google if there's his weight. <laughs> what size is appropriate to wear a mesh shirt? Trick question. Never. (laughs) (laughs) It's in kilograms. So hang on. Let me do the conversion. He's 150. Okay. Supposedly. Well, that's not 
bad. I mean, it's still like a solid 20 under me, but. <laughs> right? <laughs> I don't even want to tell you what he is compared to me. So, anywho, there's our celebrities we'd want to punch in the face. Again. Uh, again. Um, by the way, Bernard's changed to Kim Kardashian. Oh, that's a good one. I know. He's like, you guys are aiming too low. You need to aim higher. Yeah, Chris Jenner. Throw her in there, too. <laughs> um, let's see here. Final thoughts. We talked about Jasper. He's an asshole. Um, I miss 2006 phones. What? Oh, 2006 phones. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved how tiny they were. The cottage where Kate Winslet lives would be worth millions in real life, and it's gorgeous. Love it. The bookshelves, yeah. the bathtub. And I know, like, it's for a shorter person bath. But, like, I could just soak in there. Yeah, actually, that's a good point. Like, how tall is Cameron Diaz? Like, would we fit in there? I would say she's 5'10", 5'11". And then it wouldn't be that hard to put, like, a shower attachment on there. Yeah. Um, Arthur's meet cute he talked about where he talks about, like, the man wants pajama bottoms, the woman wants a pajama top, they meet. That's from an actual movie called Bluebeard's Eighth Wife. And it's Claudette Colbert from um, It Happened One Night and Gary Cooper. Do you think it's like he's meeting his eighth wife in the movie? I don't know, but I'm kind of intrigued by it. Now, I've said that about a lot of movies. We've heard secondhand and I've never looked them up, so I'm sure I won't. But I'm just saying. Oh, speaking of old movies, do you know what was kind of fun in this movie? What's that? We watched so many of the movies that Arthur recommended because of the top 50 toast to rom-coms or top 50 Rotten Tomatoes rom-com list. Yes. And we didn't like most of them. <laughs> Although his girl Friday was on. I don't know if you noticed that. I did notice and that. And I, I really like that movie. I'd watch it again right now. Yeah. But we talked about how it's half rom-com, half drama. True. So you got to like keep in mind. It's real serious there. The Lady Eve? Mm-mm. No, terrible. Um, Anything else you got here? I do. I just have a couple things. I really love the scene where Amanda's um, drinking that bottle of wine while shopping. Oh, and then when she puts the uh, bottle opener on the conveyor belt, the cork is still on it. I love it. That's a yeah. whole mood right there. It sure is. And then she's half drunk when the lady's like having a party. And she's like, yeah, <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, I like that as well. And I like that Iris had all those Kiehl's products in her bathroom. I don't know if you noticed that, but like Kiehl's is like my favorite, like luxury, like cosmetic brand, like creams and serums and face wash and cr- like all that stuff. I really like it. I think that's it. Okay. Now, you have the planner. So, before the holiday season, we were watching four movies that Allison hasn't seen and four movies that I haven't seen. But, like, we watched the opposite. Um, So, I think we'll probably dive right back into that. And I believe was Working Girl the last one that we did from there? 
Yes. So we have, so you were, I think the next one we were going to do is a lot like love because that's one that you haven't seen. A lot like love. Okay. Let me write that down so I don't forget. Okay. So next up is a lot like love. Oh, actually I have one final thought. One more final thought. Let's do it. How would you feel about being alone at Christmas? Like, I think I could be alone for, like, a week-long vacation or something like that. But, like, being alone at Christmas, I feel like, would be really hard. I think it depends on your tradition. For us, that's what would make it hard. Okay. Got it. Yeah. Um, let me see here. Please visit us on Instagram, at ToastyRomComs, especially to see the 25 drinks of December that we've been doing or 25 cocktails of December. Um, we've been really keeping up with that. Um, and it's kind of fun. It's very fun. Yeah. Uh, um, I bought like $70 worth of mixers at like giant Eagle the other day to keep it going. Good for you. I know I've been like screenshotting drink recipes. Yes. Although I bought apple juice. And, like, I've just been drinking the apple juice because I forgot how good apple juice is on its own. Also, grape juice. Get some if you have it. Hell yes. Grape juice is delicious. I um, love grape juice. So, do that. Um, Twitter is at a toast to rom-coms. Twitter's hard, so just hang with me as I do I feel it. like, is Twitter dying? Email us at toasttoromcoms at gmail.com. Is Twitter dying? Twitter is more like a current events, I feel like. It's more of a current events arena. I don't know if that'll end once, like, the election drama is over or not, but and COVID drama, we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. I like Instagram. Like, I just like pictures. You're a visual person. You're a visual learner. I am. Um... And our email, if you have anything to talk to us about, is at toasteromcoms at gmail.com. Please click those stars. Tell us how we're doing. Write a review. I'm begging you. Yeah, please. We haven't had any new subscribers in a while, but, like, we consistently have, like, so many listens per week. So, like, where are you guys going? Like, what you doing? You want to click that subscribe button? Because I think you should. Because if you're listening, I think it only counts it if you listen all the way through. So just please subscribe. Click those stars. Um, we'd love to hear from you. We're, we're doing our best here. But if you unless have, until I stop until I forget to hit record, that's not you have. That's, that's just, not doing my best on that low note. Literally, <laughs> <laughs> please watch it. <laughs> Drink up. And cheers. cheers.